Hi guys, this episode of the Basshole Podcast is sponsored by Boomerang Energy. Boomerang Energy is a Duluth-based energy drink that contains more natural and healthy ingredients while still keeping its incredible taste and long-lasting energy to get you through the day. Even though the Timberwolves bring us down with their lack of play, Boomerang Energy is here to save the day. Use the code BASSHOLE for 10% at checkout on your next purchase. Alright guys, so welcome back to this episode of Timberwolves Talk. Um... As you know, we took a little week-long break for the All-Star game. We're rejuvenated. Yes, sir. Um, we're in new... We got new attitudes now. Um, we're in person today. Come on now. We're in person today. Back is, on spring break. Is this the uh, second ever Timberwolves talk in person? I think so. I, we, we don't do too many of these in person. We do a lot of these uh, when I'm at college. Yeah, so, I mean, this is uh, this is huge. It's, it's, it's got me a little frazzled, I'm not going to lie, setting up the... Uh, the whole the whole system and stuff but hey hopefully hopefully everything goes goes smoothly if it doesn't um you probably won't be watching this (laughs) but yeah i mean uh quite the game last night you know there was some some highs and lows um i thought after the first few minutes i thought it was over well what did we end up going down well we were down by so this is a little stat for you stat guy back um we're the only team ever since or i think it's since like 98 or something that we go down 15 then end up winning a game by 30 or more so i mean if you're gonna do the math there that's a 45 point swing yeah so that's if, a i mean that's a timberwolves that's a timberwolves game for you you expect stuff like that to happen well not the win you don't expect the win you no. expect you expect everything up into the win we we're usually the team that'll blow that 15-point lead and then end up losing by 30. So it was a very interesting game, to say the least. Um, yeah. Honestly, I didn't even know how to feel after the game. I just felt kind of weird. It kind of felt surreal because we both watched it at Peyton's house and we were watching it together. And, you know, the first quarter obviously didn't go our way, you know, going down early. I think that we, we were not doing too hot in the first quarter. No one could make a shot. And then, you know, the bench... Gave us a little juice. We had a 40-point second quarter. You know, we came back, tied it up, then took the, I think, an eight-point lead at halftime. I mean, first of all, performer of the game is Jalen Noel. Let's, hey. let's give some credit to that man right there. But we, we knew this was coming after that 19-point uh, quarter in um, preseason. Yeah. Not many people remember that, but Chris was a, a big Jalen Noel guy. Although he is a big fan of a lot of players on the team. Jalen Noel was was one of my uh, my sleepers, definitely. Yep. And you can tell like every single game he goes in that he's like the sixth man, he scores double digits. He's a he you can count on him for at least ten points. So I mean the all this does at the end of the day is it makes Jalen Noel a better player by giving him that much more confidence. And if we're buyers at the deadline like everyone's saying we are, I mean I wouldn't want to get rid of him, but Jalen Noel just added a lot of stock to yep his he value. really helped him he helped us out a lot too and if you're going to be one of those guys that thinks Jaden mcdaniels is up on the trade block he as well added a lot of value to his trade yeah his trade stock. He, he didn't miss a shot until like the last few minutes of the game i think he was perfect on three pointer he was a he was a perfect i think he was perfect besides that one shot he scored 20 on i don't even know how many makes i know he i know he made at least four threes but yeah the another another Great game from Nas Reed too. Um, that was that was predator. that. Yeah, everyone says he looks like the Predator from that sci-fi movie, but you know, Nas Reed I thought had a really good game. Um, he needed that though. He really needed that because 
the past few games, it seems like he's been missing a lot, a lot of layups. I don't know if it's just me that's seeing that, but whenever he takes the ball to the hoop, he misses that layup every single time. He's a little too strong off the glass. Yeah, and <laughs> he was perfect. He was he was perfect that game though. He hit a couple threes. Um, did his did his thing in the paint and scored. So we're happy about that. Um, I guess Anthony Edwards, big twenty seven from him. How on, many shots did he shoot? That's the question. I, I think it was like tw- to add that. Yeah, so I think it was twenty two shots, and I think he made ten of them. That's so better. That's be- That's way better for Ant. It's below fifty percent, but not by much. That's that's a great game. He's going in the locker room thinking, "Wow, I just shot the lights out." That game. No, yeah, he, that's like a surreal. That's like equivalent to Giannis going sixteen for sixteen in the All Star game. Yeah, that's how big of a game that was for the Ant Man himself. It was great. It was great to see him have a little confidence. There was a play where um, I don't know what who which center was in. It might have been Jackson Hayes, but. Anthony Edwards just took it to him right in the paint and backed Jackson Hayes like under the hoop and just had a wide open layup. Yeah, he bodied his ass. Bodied him, dude. Like it was fabulous to see a great game from I think all all the young guys strung together some of their greatest games of the season at once. And it was really it was really awesome to see because that was definitely McDaniel's best game. That was definitely Noel's best game. And Besides the Anthony Edwards Lakers game, this was probably one of his best games yeah, too. And he definitely he go he went kinda on under no unnoticed after this game like not many not really many people are giving him the credit he deserves because he played a hell of a game yeah i mean i guess something i kind of saw too was cat is still kind of not there in a sense lethargic lethargic is it lethargic or lethargic i don't know i'm not this whatever 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 the the word is guys so i i wouldn't know (laughs) that's what he was i mean what did he go? One for ten from the three point line, something like that. Something terrible. So we had Darren Wolfson on the show. How long ago? Like a couple weeks ago. We've, he's a reoccurring guest. He's a, he's a friend of the show. A friend of the show. Basshole Hall of Fame. The only member right only now. Only member right now, actually. But he said a questionable thing. I thought, in my opinion, I thought he's saying Cat's play has to do with his recovery from COVID. I don't know. What do you? I mean, what's your take on that? I that's you, you're putting you're putting anyone in a tough position by saying that because we don't know. We don't you can I don't if if you're Darren, I don't think it's fair to infer that. Yes, that's what I yeah, unless Cat comes out and says that himself. He said that about Rubio too. I think that's kind of his go-to um thing is that it's covid induced, but if you you can't just like he can't say that unless Unless the player told him, and he said, like, he didn't have, he just had a gut feeling. Yes. So, I mean, I don't, obviously we're not as popping as a news reporter right now, but I, I don't know if we'd ever make an assumption like that. No. About a player. No. I don't know. We make a lot of assumptions. I think it, I, I, I really think it just boils down to probably still being rusty from the break. I mean, what did he take off? He took off. A month at least from the wrist, and then he got COVID, so another two... He took, like, three weeks off yeah. of COVID, so it was a long wait period. Um, I think the thing you can say is he, he looks skinnier. I think he definitely lost some weight, um, which is normal for anyone who has COVID. But he... I don't know. The thing that I've most noticed about Cat's game recently is he has no physicality to it, and I don't know if that possibly be could be because of weight loss i'm not i'm i'm not inferring that i'm just saying maybe that's a possibility um 
I don't know. He can't back down anyone in the post. No, it's kind of like that uh, Boogie Cousins and Cat meme where he's yeah. just standing there. And that's that's really what it kind of has looked at. He's looked very weak. and um, He looked a little mechanical, I think is like the right word for it. Like He looks robotic when he's dribbling the ball. He's taking like guard-type step-backs and dribble moves. I, it's really... I don't know. It's got to be just a product because he's not able to get to the rim as physically right now. Yeah. And what I... What I did notice about this uh, Chris Finch system in the start of the Chris Finch era is Cat came out chucking shots. He shot, he shot a lot of shots there to start off. Yeah, it was, it was and that's a, what you like to see. If that's if that's who we're building the team around, and that's our guy, we want him to be aggressive. We can't. There was a game in the uh, at the end of the Saunders era when he um, he didn't shoot a shot in the second half. That's unacceptable. I'd rather have Cat go one for ten from threes than one for one. Yeah, and he'll he'll pick it up. I mean. We're not really too worried about cats. It's just that out of a game where there's so many positives, that's that's kind of a negative that you can pull out from it. Is that cat didn't have the best game? And yeah. He, he looked rough, but like, what do you expect? He's coming off a whole week break. Like, not everyone is going to be right on. And I mean, yeah, I mean, it's okay, everyone stepped up. Getting into Chris Finch too. Um, I mean, what a debut of his new offense with a 135 point win. Because you know what I would say is I wouldn't credit those past games to him because no. he had no time to. Implement a system at all. This so is the first. Chris this was Finch Chris game. Finch's first game. He's one and all. And you know what? The the players helped him out a lot because they shot almost fifty no, percent, almost fifty percent from the three point line. So I mean, the players definitely helped him. It was nice to see after the game. There's some videos that surfaced of all the players, you know, dumping water on him. Anthony Edwards got in there a little late. He said he didn't know that's what you do when he, a coach gets his first win. I didn't know you do that. Well, I mean, like, every win is a celebration for the Timberwolves. That's it, true, yeah. It reminded me of the... Derrick Rose? Kind of. Well, I was talking about the 2018 Bears. What they did was they had club dub after a win. Like, they turned their um, their locker room into a club, and then, I mean, yeah, you got to celebrate the victories, If you're not man. getting many victories, you got to celebrate you gotta them. you got to celebrate them. savor that feeling. Yeah, I was... I was happy, man. You know, that's a good start to the Chris Finch era. 135 points. What We brought him in the... Give us some offense, and um, he gave us some, he gave offense. Us some offense. And the defense looked good. What did we give up? One hundred and five. Take hey, that all day. Also, I mean, we're missing our two of our best top, players. Yeah, two of our top three best players, you could argue, and who you've said is our best player right now, which is Beasley. Yeah, one hundred percent. I I I think it's undispu- indisputable, right? I'm not saying he's the most talented player, but he's been the best player this season. I think. Yeah. So we're missing our best player. We're missing D'Lo. And we still come out put a performance like that. If we had those two, do we put up 160? Is that? <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, is that how it works? You add that many points? Maybe. I, I mean, a lot of props to the young guys, though. They, yeah, they showed or, out this game. Yeah, if we if we had Beasley, would Noel have had that? Um, Probably not. He wouldn't have had that um, that big of an opportunity. We didn't have a backup point guard, and Noel kind of took took the authority off the bench. I mean, I do you think about starting him over Rubio? No. Well, yeah. My thing is, like, usually I'd notice Rubio. I didn't notice Rubio once in that game. And that might be, that might be a good thing. Like, I I, seriously, I didn't even remember. Like, usually there's something he does. I think he that, went, like, 6-8, and eight, 1 for 5. That's the type of Rubio game we want. And I've been uh, <laughs> I've been called a Rubio hater in the, in the, in the comment section by P. Mars. But, um, I mean, maybe. But I saw a quote <laughs> that uh, Anthony Edwards says that Ricky Rubio is the best leader that he has ever met. I saw that had. too, yeah. So my question is, does that take Rubio out of the trade portal? No. 
Because if your rookie's coming in and saying that this is kind of like a father figure to him, the best leader he has ever had, and then you just go and trade him the next week, how is that? I mean... Is it, that is he trying to save Ricky Rubio by that quote? That is the question. I don't know. It still doesn't diminish the fact what Ricky Rubio said about the team, though, in my opinion, how he kind of... it's it, He gave up on the team in that interview, which was... I You could argue against it, but he literally said he didn't believe in what the team is building. So, in my opinion, if I'm a teammate, I'm kind of like, you know, F you. Like, you're hey, part of this. Not not Ant-Man, though, Ant. I, See, yeah. That's I mean, what I'm saying. For me, like, as a GM, like, that would kind of make it tough. If this is your guy you're building around is Anthony Edwards, and he says and he says that, you can't just go and trade Ricky Rubio for Norman Powell. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what the future holds. I guess that kind of segues in, us into yep. uh, what a the obvious. Um, we've all been hearing the rumors. It's kind of hard not to The Timberwolves to are dying. They're dying to get John Collins. They're, they're, they're dying. <laughs> they're dying to trade for John Collins. They they will. They're literally gonna die as a franchise if they don't make a trade for John Collins. So, wh- what we're telling you guys is this: when all these rumors come about, I would take every single one with a grain of salt. And sure. I'm like, Peyton and I are not, you know, like over exaggerating that. Like, we we've. Even though we're not that big, we've kind of got some insight on a couple things from a, from Darren and them, and a lot of those I, has any of them come to fruition yet that we've, no. that we've gotten. And that's no disrespect to anyone. No, but, no. But the original quote that so Darren, it was actually a quote from a Darren podcast. Um, Darren Wolfson, great friend of the show, by the way. Great friend of the show. We love Darren. We love, we love Darren. Darren. So I see all over the internet that uh, the Wolves are huge contenders to trade for John Collins, like. No, or it was, it was John Collins. John Collins can with Cat. No, it's John Collins camp loves the idea of playing with Cat, and you know, that who could wouldn't? be true. That could be true. who wouldn't lo- want to play with. But that the big doesn't man. mean that he's coming. Because ex- look at it like this: just because John Collins camp wants him to play for the Timberwolves, that doesn't mean that the Atlanta Hawks want to trade with the Minnesota Timberwolves. See, he has no leverage. A thing that a thing that kind of some solid evidence of this John Collins saga actually besides all the hearsay was he deleted all his Instagram posts put his profile pictures a black picture and now a black think, screen a black, a black screen. screen and D'Lo David Vanderpool Anthony Edwards this is a the- few other guys started following him recently like extremely recently all at the same time like Vanderpool doesn't just go out and follow like a random player like that that he's never coached before so I mean you could that's it's that's one of those things that's like fun. I don't know. Yeah, I mean maybe they're doing it to try to like get him to want to come to the Timberwolves, but again, I don't think he has much leverage in this trade. I they mean, they don't really care. The I think the Hawks want to get a lottery pick. That was another thing. Um that was released through that the score podcast was the Hawks want a lottery pick for John Collins and you know, we can, we I mean, we're the kings of lottery picks, I guess. We don't have one this year, but, like, well, I think the most realistic trade that I've seen that can work for both sides was I saw Jarrett Culver, Josh Akogi, Wancho trade, and I think a 2024 first, and then I saw John Collins and Tony Snell. So, I mean, I would... I would for what? But do you, there's got to be a way where we can make it so we can get him signed on that long-term deal. Next well, that's the thing. That, there's no guarantee. Well, no. that's It'd the be a sign-in trade? 
the the Hawks would um I think they'd have to give us permission to talk to John Collins to make sure he'd re-sign with us because the Hawks offered him a big contract, um, and he didn't. He chose not to sign with them. So I think if Gerson's even thinking about making this move, which I I do think he is, I think there's a lot of credible sources that say the Timberwolves are. We'll get into the ESPN source that just came out a, a day ago, but I think. Gerson, the only reason he's pursuing this is because he knows that he has the money and can work and make, give him that max deal he wants. But the thing is, you have three max deals on the book. What's Anthony Edwards getting in three years? I guess you can only sign John Collins to a three-year contract, probably. You yeah. don't have to choose between him or Ant. So, luckily, we have Malik Beasley on such a team-friendly deal that we can do a third max contract. Seriously, that could be the saber right Malik now. is a GOAT. For taking that, for where you know Gerson, that was the best move I think he's made so far. That whole Malik Beasley, everything that he did to get Malik Beasley, yeah, that was. We gave up Rocco and got like a lot. A I don't lot. know the exact threat. Vanderbilt, Wancho, <laughs> yeah, Malik. Our whole team right now. Our half our team was from that trade, but yeah, that was a great move. So I adding a third max contract for three years until we have to re-sign Ant as a restricted free agent, I think would work perfectly. Get John Collins for three years, run it, see how that works. Because, um, dude, if we get John Collins, I mean... That's one of the best starting fives in the NBA, I think. Like, I, <laughs> with and, Malik uh, coming off the bench. No, you could go... Well, this is what you could go. You could oh, go, no, that was with Cade Cunningham. Yeah. We, <laughs> <laughs> A lot of hypotheticals here. But if we get this John Collins trade, I mean, you got D'Lo Malik at the, in the backcourt. That's, a first of all, a really good backcourt. Like that yeah, could, oh, That's top sure. ten backcourt. You have Anthony Edwards at the three, which obviously John Collins and Cat in the front court. That's one of the top five front, front courts. So top, like, maybe top three front courts. And then dude. you got Finchy coaching. He's top five coaching. You got Noel off the bench. Oh. I mean, Rubio and then, too. And then what? If we still somehow manage to get this lottery pick next year, I mean, this top three pick. You, there's there's no defense, but you add in Cade Cunningham. This is. <laughs> okay, we're off topic now. But so wait, is is that the Warriors that we're talking about here? Because that's, that's the next you know, dynasty. I, maybe Rosas like has a plan. That sounds like a dynasty. If you, dude, I've been watching a lot of Cade Cunningham. He's film. He, he's one of the he's like the Trevor Lawrence of this draft. Like if you don't draft him at number one, you're dumb. Like, well, yeah, he's, he's obviously, but he just he plays so methodically. He's a good Ben Simmons. Like he's a Ben Simmons with a shot is what he yeah. is. And. Get a little off track there, but it's fun to think about those those hypothetical situations. But there's a, po- a report from an ESPN reporter. I, I think her first. I don't even know her name. No disrespect to her, but <laughs> I, I don't. I forgot her name off the top of my head. But she said the Wolves are dying to get John Collins. Like dying. No, because the thing is, if we really want him, we can just let whatever happens to him happen this year, and then we can just uh, sign him. When he becomes a free agent, if no one takes him. Yeah, but, you know, I I don't know. I th- I just want to get him. Like, I want to get him, dude. I, I would love John Collins on the team. He's a above-average defender. Not great, but he, he provides fine defense, which so, it will help Cat. So what happens if, um, if we don't get John Collins and we end up getting Aaron Gordon, who... Everyone's forgot about. Are you going to be disappointed or? That's who I said I'd. Yeah. I'd rather. Or that's who we both said we'd yeah, rather so have. Yeah. So think. So now, like, if we end up getting Aaron Gordon, is the fan base going to be upset? I hope not, because Aaron Gordon would be a great addition. He's a he's a plus defensive player. He's actually a really good defender. Um, great rebounder. He can put up some points when you need him to. He's he could be a great fifth option in the starting lineup. 
I don't know who's who's calling. Yeah, you might, right you now. gotta check. You gotta check. It could be a. <laughs> oh, is Jacob here? We got our. Uh, okay, we gotta cut. Oh, you. <laughs> Answer. What's up, Jacob? You're on uh, the Basshole Podcast right now. Oh, all right. Love it. What do you uh? What do you think about the John Collins trade, Jacob? Uh, you know, I, I'm gonna have to research it. But uh, I can give you an opinion here in a few minutes on it. How about that? Oh, you're going to come down and join us? Yeah. Oh, that'd be right. great. Guys, special I was guest. Actually, uh, you know, I'll, I'll put Chris uh, on the pedestal here. Chris Chris uh, won our fantasy league. For all, you, for all the listeners out there. So uh, I was going to tell him uh, to swing by my house and grab his prize money. Oh, you're on but, even uh, he's, he's clearly not home, so. Wait, you're not here? No, I'm not there yet. I'm on my way. Oh my god! All right, so guys, you're no, gonna, we're gonna have a. No, if, he if, probably won't make it. By the way, I don't know. Maybe that maybe he'll make it because if you guys are like OG fans, you've seen our podcast with Jacob. Well, yeah, like 63 people saw that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, maybe he'll. That uh, was one of those 63 that went and rewatched it. Yeah, there you go. Maybe we'll. Maybe he'll make an appearance. You guys will have to see. You'll you'll have to wait and stay tuned. Alright guys, so uh, as you just heard on the phone, Jacob Dalton is, is now here, uh, a long time guest of the show. He probably he probably should have been in the Basshole Hall of Fame before Darren, to be honest. He um, he was our first guest ever, Yep. and now he's yep. our first um, in-person guest we ever had, so he's he likes to uh, break records here and be, right. and be the first of everything. I like to call myself a pioneer. He's a Basshole pioneer. Pioneer in the game of podcasting for us, for sure. Love being with the guys. He loves it. So we are in the middle of talking about an Aaron Gordon trade and how that would affect the Timberwolves. I don't know what what percent chance do you guys think a Timberwolves trade goes down? It doesn't have to be Aaron Gordon. Doesn't have to be John Collins. What's the what's the percent chance Rosas makes a move at the deadline? Could start with Peyton. I mean, so I think that there's a very great chance that he does he does make some sort of trade, but. I, I don't know if he's going to make a blockbuster trade. I think that he's going to try to get rid of a few assets here just to get picks or lower our cap a little bit, but I don't think he's going to be making a blockbuster trade the way that the media is portraying it. But if that happens, I'm all for it. That's all i got to say. What do you think? I love that. What do you think, Jacob? You know, I'm going to I'm gonna give it a – if we're talking numbers, I'm going to give it a 60% here. <laughs> I, can, I, can li- I can live with that. I mean, a 60% I what? Uh, chance of this of this trade happening with Aaron Gordon, you know. <laughs> Jacob I is flyer. an insider. He is a, he's a Tim, this is Timberwolves insider Jacob Dalton here. Yeah. Just, so if ESPN hears this and they want to use that quote and maybe <laughs> post that online that there's a 60% chance that Timberwolves will make a move on Aaron Gordon, I, I think that would be a pretty credible source. Here. I mean, I, I got to roll with them on that one, though. That was kind of really intelligent what he just said about the 60% chance. I mean, that will get Aaron Gordon or that will make him No, move? just a move cuz you know how aggressive he is at the trade deadline. I mean, you, there's got to be something. So I guess I don't know. That the outlook of the Timberwolves is is kind of bright in my opinion. I don't know. I I see I see us right now with the what? An 8 and 29 record. I do we do we pull a couple wins together? I don't know. Well, what are you saying? We're gonna to get to that ten seed? Is that? A, well, is that I like a... the look of last night. I'll yeah, tell you he that. watched. He watched the game with us last yeah. night, and that was. If you're, if that was your first Timberwolves game you've watched, are you, is that was that your first one? Yeah. Then yeah, you were probably thinking honest. we're looking like the uh, fifth or sixth seed in the West. Two thousand sixteen Warriors, kind of. 
I mean, that Something was a, like that. That was a blowout. We beat him by thirty points. Who? Um, so in that game last night, who who stuck out to you? What What are some as a as a non big Timberwolves fan? What What's something that stuck out to you? Uh, you know, just, I'm not a fan of a Kogi. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. He's he's there already an insider. That's, I, a, that's a great take. But I've I've never I haven't watched Anthony Edwards play yet. You know, I know it's been thirty some games in, but no, I don't. Haven't watched a whole lot of NBA this year, but uh, I liked what I saw on Anthony Edwards. You know, he he put up a lot of shots, but uh, <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a high volume guy. He's but high. he's a confident guy, and then you need someone like that because he can pull he can pull them together when they need it. That's that's the feel I got from it. Yeah, he seems like he's going to be a great leader in the in the future for sure. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on McDaniel's? Did you even know who he was coming into that game last night? You were making fun of his legs yeah. a lot. We gotta address <laughs> that. Jacob was roasting the guy. The he guy's was not physique. a fan of his. Never physique. heard a leg day clearly. But, <laughs> but you know he he can probably jump twice as high as me, so I can't even say anything. I mean, about let's, it. so what were you saying about how like these guys have the best? Just yeah. Well, I was I was I was looking at these guys on the floor, and I was thinking like. Not a lot of them have a lot of upper body, uh, like muscle on them. Like that, to be blunt about it, a lot of them look like they've never seen a weight in their life. <laughs> and I was just thinking, like these guys have access to like the be- some of the best trainers in the world. They got nutrition help like that. They can tell someone to make them a program, get their nutrition, get all their food provided for them. I was chefs. just like, yeah, you can hire a chef. And I was like, I feel like these guys should be a little bit more built and bigger. For, for being professional athletes with access to the best uh, resources I'd agree with you in the world yeah. I mean in, in in the defense of the Timberwolves I think Jaden McDaniels may be the skinniest guy I've ever seen too so. <laughs> I, mean, I mean especially he, waist down he is yeah he's a very skinny guy but um athletic though so I've been watching have you seen those YouTube videos where they so you know like the GQ videos or complex or whatever when they talk about their like first million dollars that they yeah. spent and they break it down and then have you seen the guy who reacts to that? He's like a he's like a financial advisor who. Oh reacts. yeah, 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 and he tells them what they're doing wrong. With yeah, their money so like every single like. purchase they do, he like says like, oh, like that's not a good investment. Like you shouldn't buy a Bentley because whatever, whatever. Yeah, he appreciates. So, so what do you think that he thinks is the number one thing you should invest in as an athlete? Your body. Yeah, that's I what mean, he says. That's all he talks about. Is like he how, says that? Yeah, that's the number one thing. Like you look at like yeah. Tom Brady, LeBron James, all they spend so much money on their bodies because. Like it's, I don't know. Like that just makes sense. Yeah, so, I don't. I don't know if this number's right, but I heard something that LeBron spends like a million dollars a year on his yeah. body, like his nutrition and stuff. Yep. So you so. think if Jaden McDaniels spent a million dollars, like if he was <laughs> off his rookie contract, and paid, <laughs> the man spends a million dollars on his body each year. Does he look like LeBron at the end of his career? <laughs> <laughs> he's got. A, he's got the frame. I mean, maybe he doesn't have the frame for it, but he's got. <laughs> He's got the frame where you can put on a lot of muscle, clearly. So Clearly, yeah, there's he, a lot. He could get there. You get him on a six-month program, do you think he gains 20 pounds? Oh, yeah. <laughs> May, maybe machine? 30. With the Smith, Smith <laughs> no <machine>. Smith machines. <laughs> Those are banned. <laughs> I bet he could gain 30 pounds in six months. Yeah, I, he, I think so, too. What if he went on the 20. Chris Jansen workout routine? Do you think he could gain 20 pounds? I went from 150 to 170, and... Nine months. I mean, it's pot. It's de- and I like he's a professional athlete, so he can definitely do it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, so now that the Timberwolves talk's kind of out of the way, we gotta we we've done it a little bit, but we kind of gotta address our new channel a little bit more here on Basshole Media because 
Did we give them a little glimpse into it last time? Um, we we talked about it a little bit on our like Basshole Live, but we got like sixty views on that video. So I don't okay, think. well, I guess to to catch you guys up, um, obviously a lot of you are fishing fans on this channel. We love fishing. We still want to keep doing fishing. Um, a lot of you watch us for our Timberwolves content. Some of you watched us for our podcast, like just our normal Basshole Live podcast. So. What we're doing is is creating a new channel called um, Basshole Lifestyle. Yes, sir. Yep. Yes, Basshole Lifestyle. The channel I think is already made. Yeah, we got two subs already. So two subs. Get on in the there channel. before Make that the top. Three. Get in there before the top ten, man. Yeah, but big feeling. Um, this is a big news because like none of our fishing videos are going to be going up on Basshole Media anymore. It's they're all our fishing videos are going to be up on the new channel. Um, we're going to be doing all types of stuff. We just filmed. A video today, actually. We, we can tell them what it is, right? Yeah, we can tell them what it is. We can't tell them the results. Yeah, so we, me, <laughs> Peyton and I played a, um, a 1v1 today in basketball. Yes, sir. At a, at our um, homeschool gym. Well, so what kind of... So there's all these, other bas- like, all these other basketball podcasts that you hear. There's Dane Moore, Darren Wolfson. To call them out, Chatterwolves. None. You never see these guys play basketball. Can they hoop? No. So man. You know, I don't you, think they can. I don't think these kids ever played basketball. No, no disrespect, but you never see them play basketball. So now, if you watch this one-on-one video, you can actually see us we, play you basketball. See it, yeah. What we call credibility. Yeah. I mean, and some of it might be uncredibility because you'll actually see our skills and you'll be like, okay, <laughs> like, who are these guys? But at least we're putting ourselves. No, out. out of all those podcast guys in a two-on-two game, I I take us every single game. Darren, man, I don't know. Darren might. Darren be and Dane, two works <laughs> us. I mean, that's Dude, a bloodbath. We start a tournament. I think. Okay, if Dude, I know Chatterwolves watches this for sure, right? Sometimes, yeah, he he comments. If any, if any of the Timberwolves YouTubers, podcasters, social media influencers watching this want to hoop, and you're in the <laughs> Minneapolis St. Paul area, Kate and I are down. Any day of the week, we'll play you. Any day of the week, so we'll post on lifestyle. Maybe we'll start a little, uh, start a little series. Yeah. I'm not, but yeah, so the lifestyle channel is gonna have that one v one up probably. I'll next probably I'll probably throw a little clip in here right now is just so you guys can see a little highlight Sneak of that peak. video predictions yeah. in the comments yeah who do you think won chris is six eight i'm no so <laughs> lay it out jacob i'm i'm six three chris six three lanky build uh Jade McDaniel 175 build. quit once once if i ate a lot today i'm 175 175 okay six three 175 peyton six, six foot 160-ish 153. 153. You know, a little three-year varsity player over here. Three-year varsity player. Actually, two three-year varsity players. One freshman quit. Freshman bas- freshman high school basketball player. Um, too good, so I had to leave after uh, freshman year. Attended IMG for a year. But yeah, you yeah. did a post-grad year. But yeah, so th- <laughs> this guy, these guys both got a lot more basketball skill than I do. So it's it's a really interesting 1v1. Like, it... It there's some surprises. size versus experience. Who wins? That, right. There you go. There you go. But and uh, if you want to run threes with a with a guest sub, is, is anyone beating? Can, us? Is anyone beating? We can do that no, too. No one's beating us. Not even the chemistry. Not. Yeah. I don't know. And so we've been playing ball since a while. Like I don't. I don't from know. The jump. It's from the jump. So, so yeah, I think that'd be awesome if someone actually wants to play us and assemble a team. I think that'd be a great video for Basshole Lifestyle to post. But yeah, uh, two. We're going to Florida. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. So we're going to be trying to make like two to three fishing videos and we'll have a, we'll have a twins 
summer league vlog spring training video. yeah we're going to a spring training game um so there you go that's four videos on the new channel you guys all got to go to the new channel. We're going to link it below. Basshole Lifestyle. And we'll we'll probably like keep reminding you guys just to like make sure to have a few people head over there each video just to help grow our audience. I mean, all the fi- all the fishing fans, you got to go over there to watch content now. It's not going to be on the on this channel anymore, so. For sure. But yeah, it was a good episode today. It was an interesting Great to have a special episode. guest. And yeah, we have a we're about to throw another clip here of another special guest in here that we filmed a little bit ago, but um he, he provides some great insight on 2K, and um, I don't even know what else he talked about. I think I, I don't even know who it is. <laughs> I, it was, uh, we talked about what the Wolves would go if they got John Collins. Let's see. Yeah, so just stick around for that bonus clip, and um, you know what? Thanks for watching. Uh, thank you to Boomerang for sponsoring this video. And you know what? Have a great rest of your weekend, and have a great day whenever you're watching this. <laughs> see you guys. Alright guys, so we cut out there after the Jacob phone call. Um, we got a special guest though, wants to remain anonymous. Um, we wanted to get his thoughts on the John Collins trade. So if we get John Collins, what what's the deal? Are we a, are we a playoff team with that roster, do you think? Not co- Well, if we were all healthy, we'd be a playoff team. But you think so? Yeah. I, I think we'd be a playoff team too, all healthy. I'm Maybe 10th seed. 10th seed? Ooh. Uh, I, I, with the D'Lo with the Malik... Ant-Man, John Collins, Cat lineup. I give us, I give us the four, third, fourth seed oh, with no, the healthy, no, no. Be- with a good bench. Um, I'm no cap. Cap. <laughs> Ask him who, uh, who, who the best um, 2K card is right now. The best sleeper card on the 2K market. Ooh. All right, guys. And last question for Mr. Anonymous here. <laughs> Don't have to say that. So you like my team, right? That's that's your game mode on 2K? Yeah. Who is the best card on 2K right now that you've got the opportunity to play with? For my team, I've probably got this new Donovan Mitchell Galaxy Opal. Donovan Mitchell card. Galaxy Opal. I'm See, I, I'm i a sporadic 2K player, so I'm, my best card right now is Pink Diamond Ben Simmons. Unstoppable. He's the best card in the game. No. No doubt in my no. mind. I could whoop anyone with that card. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. You'd get destroyed. Maybe maybe me and uh me and this guy will have to play a game and stream it, so <laughs> stay tuned for that. Alright. You didn't have to say it like that. Good job, Hand. That, we'll that was a little weird. We'll see if that makes the final cut. I don't think that should. Cut. That should not be that was just bad. Where are we at right now? I don't even know what we ended on it before Jacob called.